Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wheel Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Hassett. And of course, as always, we're going to run through the predictions and have a chat with the wonderful people in the YouTube chat. So if you haven't checked that out over there, please do head to YouTube and subscribe so you can watch along these lives and have the banter with everyone, including some incredible people who love to uh, tell me when I'm wrong, which is always. Um, a quick announcement before we crack into the podcast. This Friday, my first ever full-length documentary goes live. There's already seven minutes of it I don't like, but that's a learning curve. But if you can spare any time, please do head to the link in the description below, which is a link to the YouTube premiere. It'll premiere on Friday. It's free to watch, obviously. Um, and just hit notify. I'd really appreciate that because I'd love to see some feedback on the day. That would be great. So with that said, we should jump into the predictions. And it's an interesting one this week because I forgot to do the predictions in advance because I'm finishing up an Alpha Tower video that will go live shortly after this live stream is recorded. So I'm going to be doing predictions on the fly, which means they're going to be even worse than normal. And I'm going to have to think out loud to do them. But it's going to be fun banter with chat, I think. So let's see what chat is saying anyway. Pumpernickel Smuggler, that's a strange um, comment to, to notice. Um, I have the delay printed out using Toto's printer, and I'll send him my 22-page email. Says, where's Garrett? <laughs> Love that. Um, Toto, we have printers too. <laughs> Did you all see the Bills-Jets game? I was hyped ASF. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, Irish, don't watch American football thingies. Uh, what's good, says Bailey. Welcome. Um, and uh, Kaz says, stroll DNF. Okay, so I need to put my three DNFs first. And I think given it is 2023 and my team of the season to absolutely destroy is Alpine, one of the Alpines have to go in a DNF, right? So who can chat tell me, because you guys are really good at this, can chat tell me that Alpine... Which Alpine DNF'd last time? Was it Ocon the DNF last time or was it Gasly? I can't remember. I think it was Ocon, right? Let me pull up the, the, the thing here. One of them did terribly, if I remember correctly. And chat's usually good at telling me this stuff. So let's see. Um, results of the last race. Uh, ba -ba -ba, Italian Grand Prix. I think one of the Alpines did terribly, as per usual. Um, it was Ocon. Okay. So by that logic, both, <laughs> by that logic, obviously, Gasly is going to need to DNF this week. So let me just pop him into place here. Right. So Gasly is our first DNF of the weekend. So um, let's see. Yeah, Ocon retired. Um, yeah, just a terrible race. And Gasly, Gasly finished 15th. I didn't even notice that. Jesus. Yeah. Sorry, I can't tune into this more. Jason is 3 a.m. down under, so unless I have a late night work, I'm usually asleep when it's live. No worries, Bailey. I appreciate you being here occasionally. It's Yeah, that's very late, so I completely understand that. I'm in Mexico as well, so the gap is huge for me to try and figure out. Uh, the Jed Joe Drummer says, uh, Perez to dominate Verstappen throughout FP sessions, then to take each other out in Q1. Wow, that would be amazing um, for the race, obviously. Um, someone says Toto is a knob and Albon points potentially. Okay, who are the other drivers that will DNF? Let me think here. Who's going to DNF? You know what? Let's make this real interesting um, because I kind of don't want it to happen, 
because at the end of the day, I think, you know, it's incredible watching them go for this run. But given what happened last year, let's do it. Let's, let's throw a spanner in the works. Let's, let's completely rile this up. Verstappen to DNF um, during this race and completely cause chaos and give us a banger, even though it will kind of upset. Although Red Bull ki- still could have a perfect season because Perez is, of course, the street track master. So that could happen. Um, could you imagine if Lewis gets 10 wins in a row? He would literally <laughs> clear us off on the podium. Uh, DNF, Max Verstappen, Lewis, Hamilton, and Fernando Alonso. Wreck turn one. It's long overdue, says Bob. That would be incredible. Kaz says, Mexico. So you live in South America. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of problems with what Helmut Marco said there. Um, and then... You know, it's customary that one of the the Alfa Romeo's um, DNF, and given they're bringing a huge upgrade to this weekend, let's, you know, chuck Joe in there. So that's our DNF's done, and the rest now goes kind of on merit, um, and we can't take those into account. Thank you for the Australian $5, Garrett. I really appreciate that. I'm expecting the Baguette Boys to either explode their engines or time penalties on Ocon. Yeah, um, massive deja vu there, no? These baguette boys. I, I, I really just, Alpine this year is just a mess. Um, and yeah, I'm in Mexico, so obviously I'm, I'm very, very lazy all the time. Ew, okay, let's see. I think this weekend, I think that personally, um, if we go to 17th now, the teams that are bringing big upgrades this weekend are Alpha Tauri, Alpha Romeo, and I, uh, and I think Haas is bringing it to Austin. So Alpha Tauri and Alpha Romeo with Williams as well. But Williams aren't bringing a big upgrade this weekend, but they generally have been pretty decent on tracks like this, especially now with turn 15 to turn 19, is it, removed. So it's just going to be a straight there. So I personally think that one of the Haas's will be at the back of the grid. I think it'll be Magnussen. I don't think they're going to have a great weekend. So I'm going to say Magnussen in P17. Uh, Alfa Romeo going to produce an incredible knocked out of Q1 performance, says Bailey. Uh, Lawson beats Yuki for 11th place, says Kaz. That would be interesting. Uh, Chris Johnson says, I'm expecting Lewis and Toto to be Marty, and Toto will use his printer. Bailey says, Haas is going to be nowhere. Schlab kind of says what I was thinking, which is Haas 16th and 17th. And Bob DeVries says, Renault needs a customer team. They need development, and they can't do it alone. I'm going to, oh, this is a tough one now. Because the thing is, I think the Williams will do well here, but I think Sargent is going to have problems again. So I'm in two minds. I think, no, you know what? Uh, No, I think Hulk will qualify still well because he always does. Ooh, I'm running out of people here. Uh, Screw it. I'm going to say the run of bad luck and form continues. And Sargent finishes P16, just behind the P15 of the other slow car, which is, of course, Ulkenberg. So that's what I'm going to put P15. So we've got P15 to P20 there, with, of course, De Vries and Ricardo as DNS. Alpine can only implode, says Chris Johnson. Um... Yeah, hopefully Andretti get in, Bob, because that would give Renault a customer team to help with. Bottas did well last week, so he'll finish last, says Kaz. 
I don't know, but let's see. Let's see what the Alpha uh, Romeo upgrade can bring. Logie Bear can't explain. Uh, ex Logie Bear can't escape a bad weekend. Poor bloke, says Bailey. And I'm happy Toto can whip up an email complaining about Red Bull being over the budget cap this year. Or can't whip up an email, says Garrett, uh, about the budget cap. And there is no way Red Bull are over the budget cap this year. No, I, I think the budget cap saga is going to be quite a boring saga going forward, honestly. I, I just, I don't think there's going to be much more to it now. I think they've kind of got into a, a rhythm and that will be that. Because of the upgrade and given that he has had one good weekend, maybe, maybe he can escape the curse and have another, well, I say good weekend, decent weekend in P14, Bottas. Um, that's what I'm going to put. This is interesting now because I am doing these on the fly, but the reason I'm putting Bottas ahead of the people below is one, he should be there, let's be honest. I don't think Alpha or Haas, sorry, are bring, Haas aren't bringing an upgrade to Austin, so I don't think they're going to be like majorly up the field. So I think Bottas with the new upgrades, if they do work correctly, should put on a bit of a show and be able to get into P14. It's saying a lot that Bottas is P14, isn't it? But yeah, there we are. Ah, oh, now it gets tough. When the going gets tough, the tough gets a going. Oh, okay. Who am I putting P13? I know who I'm putting P13. I'm going to say they're going to have another terrible, terrible, terrible weekend with one DNF and their other car outside the points. I'm going to put Ocon P13th. I think Prince Lance a little. No, I think, I think they'll be a little bit higher up. But I think Ocon will be P13. Um, let's see what's in the chat here. I love uh, 13 Prince Lance a little. I think a few, a few people put Ocon as well. Interesting. So that's, I'm not alone there. Flexing Wings at New Drama, says Bob DeVries. Yeah, definitely. Um, because, Chris, I, I didn't do any of your video suggestions yet. Yet. Um, I'm just getting back into the swing of things. I kind of took all of August as lazy and worked on my documentary. So I've been doing kind of buffer videos, but I'm back to the swing, doing more lives, more videos. So I will. Don't worry. They will be done. Thy will be done. Um, love that we all agree on Ocon. Yeah, Gasly 12th. Okay, interesting. I've put Gasly DNF. Um, P8 album, P9 science to make the off-season more spicy. Interesting. Okay, so I'm going to put, with their banging new upgrade, I am going to put Sonoda in P12. I think their new upgrade should make them just ahead of kind of that backmarker plus Alpine group. But I think Albon will pull something out of the bag and get into the points. Um, this is live, uh, Evangelist. This is live. Um, the premiere on the podcast was just because both of us couldn't actually record on the Sunday. So it made more sense to pre-record. But this this is live. Um, Leclerc recovers to 12th after hitting the wall, says Shab. Oof. That would be interesting. And I'm going to take a, um, a, a nice suggestion from the group here. No, actually, I'm not. You know what I'm going to do? I know what I'm going to do right now. In P11, just outside the points, falling behind his teammate, as always, has to be Stroll, right? Because Alpha, or Aston Martin and Alonso and everybody on that team has been on this big banger for the last week about how, you know, Alonso isn't actually that far ahead of Stroll and Stroll 
is actually closer to Alonso than we think. So I think Alonso is going to be well inside the points while Stroll is outside of it, because why not? Which then, of course, means that I'm putting the wonderful new rookie to get his first points in F1, P10, Lawson. And we are in to the points. I think Lawson will get his points this weekend. I think he's been driving incredibly, and this is why I did a video recently um, saying that I do think that if, if Checo has a bad run of form for the next eight races, I think they'll chance their arm, pay him out, and put Ricciardo into the Red Bull because I don't think they'll want to throw Lawson in there. And I think they're just keeping Yuki around, if I'm honest. No matter how good he's driving, I think they're keeping him around because of the Honda deal. And I think they want to see Yuki perform this way for two seasons, realistically. So, yeah. Uh, surprised you put Stroll that far up, says Bailey. Love it. Surely P10 Lawson, says Bailey. Yeah, Lawson points. I think so, yeah. Um, and I'd be surprised if Wimbledon 2027 makes it to 11th. <laughs> Obviously referencing Lance Stroll there. Mr. Maple Syrup himself, King Strolovich. And I think more like Sonoda P11 again, says Greg Z. Interesting, interesting. So now we get into the hard part, because as we know, it's quite tough at the front. And if you're looking at the predictions I've made, I have just for the pure bance said that Verstappen will DNF. Remember, Verstappen had a very poor race here last year because of one mistake in qualifying. So things could go wrong. I still haven't made up my mind yet because I haven't actually done these predictions in advance for this one, which I usually do, whether Perez will win or not and Red Bull will get their clean uh, sweep. Let me ponder on that as we go through the next ones. P9, P9, I do think, and I have to agree with where's Garrett here, will be Albon. I don't think the, I do think the Williams will be better at this track because of the changes, but I still don't think it's going to be inherently a Williams track. And therefore, I think that he'll do a monumental drive and get himself into P9. Um, and that, that's what I think there. Um, the first thing that, or the thing that bothers me about Lance is not the seat he is using. It's the talent he is not allowing to win for his team. Uh, Bob DeVries says, I'm Canadian. This is the thing, like, yeah, I, I just, I think at the end of the day, Aston Martin could be easily second in the championship standings if they had had someone else there. Because, like, if there was another person, not even Alonso's level, but another person closer to Alonso, they would easily be second in the standings. So. He's ruined that. Kaz asks, who, um, who gets caught out by the new flex testing? The thing is, Aston Martin, like, let me do this by deduction, right? So Aston Martin won't because they fixed their flex wing from what I heard and what caused the whole thing after Canada. So that's, you know, that gave them a big leg up again. Uh, obviously not in Monza, but they kind of weren't expected to go well there anyway. But that, that should be fixed. Red Bull, I think it could affect Red Bull, but honestly, if, you know, Red Bull's platform is so far ahead of everyone that even if it knocks them off by half a tenth or a tenth, it's not going to make a huge difference. Mercedes, maybe, because we have seen some videos there that could affect them, and they're not bringing any big upgrades to this weekend. So if they have to bring, you know, a more, a less flexible wing, it could upset some stuff. So maybe Mercedes. McLaren, I don't think so, for similar reasons to Red Bull. They're kind of, they figured out their platform. Um, I think... Mercedes and Alpine, funnily enough, but I don't know. Ferrari, I don't think so. It's an interesting one. I'm not sure. We'll see. 
Uh, if Max DNFs, the email you will get will be legendary Mercedes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Toto will be filing that in um, to say thanks. Uh, the Joe Drummer says P8 Science with front wing damage. Interesting. It's still a concept, complicated track, so hoping for the best with Albion, says Bailey. That's fair. Um, I have email ready and printed a copy, says where's Garrett. Piastri P8, Norris P8, Shab agreed. Chris Johnson, um, uh, Stroll doesn't have it. Let's see, Bailey, Piastri P8. Um, and where's Garrett? Mercedes McLaren, I think will be most. So is it live this time, says Pat J. Yes, it is indeed. Beth Griffith, sorry. Brian, welcome to the chat. And uh, I would love to see William securing P7 and Constructors. That would be really cool. Okay, let me consider here who I'm putting P8. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. This is tough. I am going to say it's going to be in P8 because there's a lot of hype that Ferrari could have a good weekend. And it should be a weekend where Leclerc does really well. And therefore, I'm going to put him P8. I'm going to say there's going to be a lot of hype. We're going to all get our hopes up in free practice. Everything's going to go well. And then the Ferrari curse will strike during the race. He'll have some sort of issue with strategy, tires, something. And he'll finish P8. So Leclerc P8. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Leclerc P8. And in P7, because of flexi wings, and just the fact that he's just having an awful season. Like, what is happening here? What is happening with Russell this year? I'm going to put Russell P7. Like, I just don't know, you know. Yeah. Uh, Shab says, this is honestly so difficult, hence why we're just here having fun. But I'd just love to see Carlos above Leclerc only because he's really been driving very, very well this year. Interesting. Yeah, like, I, science is a very much underrated, I think. And yeah, honestly, the other thing is these predictions, like all predictions, I don't care who you are, it's so hard to predict the actual outcome of the race. Like you could probably predict the qualifying to an extent, but so much can happen in the race. Um, so someone filled me in about the Verstappen DNF. Uh, Pache, basically, I decided that this race would be more fun if uh, Verstappen was the DNF. Um, not crash, not anything horrible, just, you know, have a mechanical failure or something. Red Bull could still get their clean sweep because Perez is still there, but it would just make the predictions a little bit more fun because otherwise we have to predict that Verstappen's P1 because he, he will be. And honestly, I'm not annoyed about that. It's incredible to watch Verstappen this season, but for the sake of having a bit of banter, that's why. Lando P7 says, Kaz, um, Perez 8th, Sainz 7th, Charles Leclerc 6th, Oscar 5th, Albon fourth, Lando third, George second, and Fernando wins, says Bob DeVries. That would be interesting indeed. Um, Princess George, <laughs> no, Garrett, I hate these miserable Merc days, says Vangelis. Uh, if Russell P7, then Hamilton P5. Please don't put Lewis P1. That would be lazy, says Philip Onan. I'm not putting Lewis P1. I don't, I do think Hamilton will have a really good weekend, but I don't think this is a, I think this is a track where the, the Mercedes has potential to be up and close to the podium or on the podium, but the win, I just don't think so. Um, just curious about what would be the cause of Verstappen, says Pat J. Uh, yeah, just banter, to be honest. Um, I, I've cursed. I'm going to go off you very quickly if you've cursed Max and he does DNF. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. Um, Sean Daly this has been one of the most difficult seasons to predict. 
Every race seems to be like a crapshoot. I'm loving it. Yeah, honestly, people are complaining about this season. And I get, I get that there's no fight at the front. I get that. But if you think about all of the seasons where we've had dominant drivers or we've had at least a team that's dominant, be it Mercedes or Red Bull. So even during the Mercedes days, the fight behind was never that much fun. So it was always kind of, you knew that one of the Mercedes, like we can argue about Hamilton dominance or, you know, Verstappen dominance. But if we talk about just teams, if we look back, like Mercedes won 19 out of 21 races and 16 out of 19 races in a different season. Schumacher won, I think it was 80% of races before. In those seasons, though, we rarely get bangers behind. And I think this is a really good one, you know? Um, so, yeah. And I don't hate the dominance at all. I I enjoy it. Like, I, I, I have to say, okay, the Hamilton dominance did get boring after, say, seven seasons. But watching Mercedes and Hamilton win was incredible to watch. Like, it's this is an engineering series, and it is always fun to, to see someone in their element, like Hamilton, like Schumacher, Vettel with the Red Bull, Verstappen now, it's impressive, and it's part of F1, and I think we just need to, you know, <laughs> we just need to deal with that. Nick Valky says, the reason for Max's DNF is Nico making a, a selfie. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, I am going to put in P6, I'm going to put Sainz. I think he'll do better than, than, um, than Leclerc. I think he'll have a good weekend, but I think that this is a track where we're going to see a Ferrari... Uh, just do the usual, qualify well, and then fall apart in the race. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say science in P6. Uh, Sauber has to have some pace eventually this year. I don't know, Vincenzo, I think it'll be a case of their focusing very much on, um, you know, the on the, the Audi deal and getting their kind of house in order for that. Um, I'll send you his email, Beth, says Chris Johnson. Um, I said to Beth, I threatened him with the email. Albon won't get points, but we'll be close. Thanks, Le uh, Leonard. Um, let's see. Uh, but, but Bailey says, this season has actually been pretty good considering. It reminds me a bit of 2020 and 2021 with how many drivers score a podium um, with the right look. Exactly. And it would be a more interesting race if Verstappen DNF because of the engine blow up or something, says Gregzy. That's what I'm thinking. Um, real race fans are enjoying the hell out of this year. They know the race for is not for first. The drivers fans are hating it. Max wins is all they see. That's the thing. I think at the end of the day, and I, look, you know, I think personally that Formula One, unfortunately, is not a great sport generally for casual fans. Because if you're a casual fan, normally, not to generalize, I don't want to be Helmut Marco here, but generally casual fans are from South America. No, sorry. Generally casual fans are fans of one driver or team. And that can make it kind of hard to watch if your driver or team isn't winning. Um, and for me, it's like there's just so much happening behind that it's fun to watch. Like, even Hamilton has been so much fun to watch this season. Same with Alonso. It's like watching these guys who are realistically above the age of what you expect people to be at their peaks, and they're still driving incredibly. And watching those guys has been incredible. Watching Lando has been incredible. Piash, there's so much going on that I think, yes, I understand why for casual fans it might not be a great season, but I think for fans of Formula One, if you just, like me, kind of enjoy the sport and enjoy the spectacle... It's, this is a far better season than last year in many of those respects. Um, let's see. Uh, Chris says he's loving this season. Ooh, science plot twist. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Piastri P5, Hamilton P4, Norris P3. Piastri P5 takes Carlos in the last lap, says Shaz. Uh, Pache, uh, Alonso, 33rd win. Sean Daly, science is on a good run of form. If he can capitalize on confidence gained, he should do well. 
Menace won the goat says, I was just looking at this new technical directives and critics say to affect the Merc and Red Bull the most. A, fle- uh, a flexing rear wing for Merc and a flexing floor for Red Bull. Yeah, the thing is with Red Bull though, their mechanical platform and their platform in general is so stable. I think that even if it does affect them, it's not going to be hugey. The thing is as well though, Red Bull could start dropping off now, which could hurt their run of form for the rest of the season because they're not bringing any more upgrades. And if this does affect them, they're already focused on next year. They'll still win the championship anyway, but it could make the end of the season a little bit more spicy. Um, this is, uh, I agree, the season uh, actually has been interesting. I mean, when was the last time Williams was top 10 on Mera? Exactly, Philip. Exactly. Um, you can't focus if you're South American, says Greg Z. Uh, if they're getting their house in order, then they need to kick VB out and get signs, says Vincenzo, in terms of Sauber. Um, watching uh, Mexican clearly, says Chris. Casual fans are from where? I was joking, Philip, don't worry. Um, yeah, just pinging on Helmut Marco's lovely words there over the last while. Um, who does South, I love that he put Mexico in South America. Hilarious. Um, let's see now. Where are we going with these? the rest of these? Let me just plan this out for a minute here. Hmm. I am going to put let me see. What am I doing here for a sec? This is a tough one for me, but I think it's going to be the case. What am I doing? Oh, here we go. What have I done? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Sorry. Give me a sec, guys. Should really. This is why I normally do these predictions in advance because they're hard to do on the fly. Uh, one second now. I'll have these done in a minute. Oh, here we go. Talk amongst yourselves. Um, I am going to put Piastri P5. I think the McLaren will have a good weekend here. Um, but I don't think that Piastri will get on the podium. I think that it's going to be another weekend. And I feel kind of bad for Piastri because I feel like he's going to have a really good weekend, but there's going to be some stuff that are going to affect him. Um, so I'm going to say Piastri P5. I think it's a solid result, but I think they should do better. Um, no worries, Chris. Thanks for joining. Appreciate it. And don't worry, I will do some of your idea videos. Uh, Cass says, Odd Marco doesn't like South America considering a la- large portion of his neighbors migrated there in 1944. Jesus. Also, th- can we just point out, right? First of all, South America doesn't include Mexico. So it was a pointless comment anyway, from that point of view. Also, South America, where Fangio and Senna are from. I mean... Look, I, I think even Checo himself will be like, yeah, whatever. Like, these are just silly comments that he makes for headlines and so on. Um, I think that's where it's going to be. Ah, oh, okay. So the top four now, the top four now is really interesting. And and Josiah, people have been downplaying uh, Russell P4. I, I agree, but he's having a really weird season. Like, if you listen to me back in Australia or all of last year, like, up until recently, I have been all on the Russell hype train. And I still think that Russell is up there with the likes of Norris and Verstappen. Um, you know, I think he's part of that new generation that are going to be, ex- like, incredible. But there is something about this Mercedes that doesn't seem to work with him. So until he starts to kind of get on top of that or I see those results, I'm going to be predicting him lower just on evidence at the end of the day. Right. Now... Here's where, do I go with my gut or do I make it interesting? Do I go with the obvious winner and then make the other three interesting? Or do I make this interesting fight for the win? 
give me give me the answer. Do I make this interesting or do I go with my gut for the winner? Okay, so let's read a couple of comments while I ponder that. Do you think McLaren could catch up to Ferrari this year? I think so. If Ferrari makes a few mistakes, says Greg Z. I think if they continue on, yeah, I, I think so. Um, Bob DeVries says, give Oscar time. He is the driver I think can challenge Max on talent. One to two years with the right car. Bob, I absolutely think so. And honestly, I'm not putting Piastri 5 because I think he's a bad driver by any means. I just think that there's still some stuff he needs to figure out in that car and get on top of a little, little couple of little mistakes and also, you know, not drive side by side with Hamilton in Monza. Um, <laughs> that was Hamilton's fault, obviously, to be fair. And fair play on Hamilton. He went straight up and apologized after. But I think Piastri just needs to get on top of that car. We know it's incredibly difficult to drive. The fact he's been so close to uh, Norris, for me, is incredible to watch. Incredible to watch. Okay. Go for the winner. Interesting. Okay, everyone seems to be going for interesting. So here's what I'm going to say. My interesting is what I'm going to go with. And that was Perez in P4, which opens up the podium and fight for the win completely. So that's what I'm going to go with. The other option was to do the obvious and kind of what you expect is to put Perez in P1 um, and then kind of fight the podium out. So uh, Samantha says, all for Max, but I hope Alonso wins. Um, P4 Perez says Joe Drummer. Um, give both options, says Pache. So yeah, so that, that's kind of what I was saying is... The realistic option is that Perez wins this if Max has a bad day. The really realistic option is that it's Verstappen wins and Perez doesn't matter then. Um, but I think let's let's go with this. Let's go with this. So now, obviously we all know that it's between the top three of Alonso, Norris and Hamilton. So I'm going to say, first of all, that I think the three of them if this situation comes to bear, I think all three of them will be fighting for the absolute win. And I think the cars will be relatively close because of the track layout. The McLaren should be fast on the fast stuff. The Mercedes should be pretty good overall. And in the kind of slower areas, the Aston should be able to catch up. And we know that Alonso here will do really well. And if needs be, they'll sacrifice Stroll and get a safety car for Alonso to win. It's the obvious choice. But I'm going to say... This is tough. This is tough. This is tough. I'm going to say... Out of the three cars, I'm going to say that it will be... Oh, I'm calling this... This is really toss of the hat stuff for me here. I'm going to say it's going to be Hamilton in P3. I think the Mercedes will be the weakest of the three, but I think he'll be literally right on top of them if this situation happens and we get a final lap, you know, just crazy race. Race to have red flag and restart with five laps to go, says Philip. That would be incredible. Crashgate version or Crashgate take two, says Joshua, uh, Josiah. Um, let's say Norris Maiden win, says Greg Z. Alonso P3, says Sean. Verstappen DNF says Protein. Yes, just to sh for the sheer banter. Uh, Menace won the GOAT says, in the last two races, Russell has had a better setup. Lewis was on the radio and Monza complaining about it. That's fair. I think Russell's just not having a great season. I've talked about this already. Um, Lewis always complains. <laughs> I don't know. Let's let's not bash Lewis. Schauber says, Lando wants it more than ever, uh, more than even the two champs. That's how Perez drops uh, from the lead to P4, says Philip. Okay, that makes sense. 
If rain, Verstappen P3 after sliding, Carlos P2 and Lando P1, no rain. No, or Lando P1, no rain. It's Hamilton P3, Alonso P2 and Lando P1. Max and Checo crash after fighting. And God, I hope you're right, says Sean. Uh, what happened to Perez again? Uh, Leonard, honestly, I'm just going to say that Perez has a usual bad qualifying and he can only catch up to P4. Realistically, one of the Red Bulls should win here. But this is just good banter, I think, because, you know, it's just... I just think it's boring if I just say uh, Perez of Verstappen wins. So let's let's just jump on this. Um, oh, this is hard now. Who do... as, as many of you know, and let me see if this is still here. Oh, no, please. Don't. Did I get rid of my cutouts? I accidentally deleted my cutouts. But as many of you know, if Perez wasn't on the grid, I would be an Alonso and Norris fan. So... This is the question. Do I want Alonso to get his 33rd win at 41 in Singapore at the place where Crashgate happened? Oh my God, I do. Right, sorry guys. It's Norris P2 is what I'm going with. Norris P2 and Alonso. Alonso sticks it on P1. And, and I'll tell you why after I get this, uh, this graphic to, to, to go into place here. I'll tell you why. Norris P2, Alonso P1. The reason being is that Norris, I think, will fight to the bitter end but won't get that first win here. I think he'll get it, hopefully, in one of the next races or whatever, something happens. Or next year, I think Alonso or Norris has a good chance. Uh, before I explain why, uh, let me just catch up on chat here. Sean Daly says, I really don't want Merck to start winning. I'm still traumatized by a year of Merck dominance. Kaz seems very happy with this. LeJimster, welcome to the chat. Lol, OMG, I do. Yeah, I know. Uh, and I'll tell you why in a second. But Norris sucks, says Jake. Out of the chat, you. I love Norris. Nah, I'm just joking, but Norris is cool. Um, imagine as well, Stroll comes 11th and Norris wins. Or Alonso wins, sorry. Um, there is uh, that Lewis does on track, personally. I think he will win. Like, I think Lewis will be close. Yes, Sean Daly, but no Merck. Um, at the moment, besides Red Bull, only maybe Merck and McLaren are good for a win this year, says Greg Z. Maybe Alonso. Alonso P1, yeah, boy. Uh, Crashgate. Right. If Max DNFs, this could be an interesting... If this happens, I honestly think it would be the craziest race of the year. The reason I want... I, I would... I'm, I'm a big Norris and Alonso fan. So I'm a Checo fan first. Then it's Alonso or... Um, or Norris, you have to enjoy the sport. You're a Checo fan. I know, I know. Yeah, basically. Troll will be saying tennis soon, says Jordan Harris. If if it is between Norris and Alonso in Singapore, I want Alonso to win. Not just because it's his 33rd um, you know, race win. He'd be the first one to break the curse of no wins after 300 because both both uh, him and uh, Hamilton are the only two on the, on the grid now have done 300 races and no one has ever won a race after 300 races. However, it would just be so funny if Alonso was to win the Singapore Grand Prix with everything that's going on with Crashgate and Massa right now. Massa, I'm sorry, he should. Massa is entitled to a truck full of money because of what happened if the alleged stuff is true and that, you know, um, and that, you know, Massey and, uh, Massey and what's his name? Little Leprechaun Eccleson knew about it. He's entitled to a truck full of money, but he's not going to get this championship back, um, you know. But 
I would just say, how funny would it be if Alonso wins this race because of that? And as Sean Daly says, if anyone can break the curse, it's Alonso. Pache says, don't delete the chat so quickly. I'm a slow reader. Uh, Pache, by the way, and just for anyone else, there is this weird thing that's been going on in the lives for ages. I have checked. There is no moderation, no nothing on on these. And I never delete chats. Like it would take an extremely horrific thing for me to delete a chat. But there's some weird thing where YouTube restricts certain chats. And I don't know why. So if your chat message does get deleted, I'm sorry, it's not me. I've looked into it. I can't find any reason why. It just seems to happen. So apologies about that, guys. Let's catch up with the chat now. So we've got another 15, 20 minutes. We'll just have to banter now. Those are my predictions. And they will, of course, be wrong as always. So now we can just have a general chat about the whole thing. I think that Leclerc is being underestimated. Singapore has an added straight and Ferrari has that straight line speed, says Menace. I would not be surprised if Leclerc has a really good weekend, but it is just one where Ferrari and a lot of Ferrari fans have been bigging up this weekend. So I wouldn't be surprised if it falls apart in an extraordinary Ferrari manner. Um, I don't think, sorry, Bob DeVries says, I don't think Lando has the killer instinct to take it to the win against the best. It takes a mentality to beat someone you see as better than you. I disagree. I think Lando does have it, but I think it just always falls apart when he's in that position. Generally, it hasn't been his decision. Well, actually, sorry, Russia was his decision. And you'd think that at Zandvoort, McLaren would have known better. But anyway, McLaren should have kept Honda engines. Oh, can you imagine at this point? Protean, I'm getting good feelings about this race. <laughs> um, yeah, all round your decks, uh, go Aussies. Bailey, we've, ha we've all been hoping Max's engine would kick over for a while now, though. I honestly, I just, I, I wouldn't. I would still be happy if, if Red Bull gets a clean sweep because it would be a history-making thing. But for just the epic raceness of it, it would be incredible to get a crazy race where Max DNFs. At the end of the day, he's already broken Vettel's record. You know, Red Bull don't need that record, do they? Uh, I think the youngsters will have it over the old guys. It's super hot. The track is slightly different and it's high-impact track, says Schabler. Um, yeah, although, you know, Alonso is 42, but he seems like he's like 20, so... I wouldn't put it past him. And as Sean Daly says, if anyone can break the curse, it's Alonso. Samantha says Alonso, Alonso, Alonso. Um, let's see. Loving the Alonso win. It would be poetic. I also was thinking about this last night, right? Imagine if Alonso uh, was to win the championship in 2026, 20 years after the 2006 championship when Aston switched to Honda. How incredible would that be? Um, ProTN reckons that if you put Alonso in a Red Bull, he'd butcher Max. I think they'd be very close. I don't think it'd be butchered, but I think it'd be very close. I think it'd be back and forth between the two, personally. Uh, YouTube doing YouTube things, says Bailey. Yeah, exactly. Sorry about that, guys. Just deleted for a second and reappeared again. Weird, says Gregsy. Yeah, look, I, I don't know what it is, honestly. It's very strange. I want Fernando to win, but an 11th in a row sounds pretty cool, too. Does also, yeah. Um, Jake says, I think Bottas should just go to Ferrari to replace Leclerc. A high-speed car like that would suit him well. That is an interesting thought. I hadn't thought about that. The tire wear on Ferrari and Haas is what I think is going to kill them if it's a hot night, says Bailey. Fair point as well. LeJimster says, AlphaTauri are bringing a Red Bull-type upgrade to Singapore. My hope is it works and both drivers are in the point. LeJimster, there will be a video about that. I literally was, this is why I was late. It was in the middle of editing a video. I'm trying a completely new style um, for my videos for that one, but it'll be out later today probably going to be terrible because of the new style but i just want to try and make my videos more unique because i feel like i'm going more aldas than my own thing so i need to start working on that but anyway sean daly can i say i'm just looking forward to a new layout 
I really think it's going to improve the action having another passing opportunity. Yeah, because it's a long straight into a hard breaking zone. So that could be good, Sean. Uh, Pablo uh, agrees with that as well. Max is a dirty driver, says all year round decks. I disagree with that personally, but that's a longer conversation. Hey, I was out all day. Missed this, says Wimbo. Uh, don't forget to check out our podcast with Wimbo. It was nice, fun banter. Uh, I want Max to take a few more despite all the hate. Shabler says despite uh, he deserves it. If Max wins every race this season, I won't be annoyed. Like every continue, the rest of the race of this season, I won't be annoyed. Um, I just kind of want a, um, you know, I just want a mental race. And as everyone knows, if I'm, I'm a Checo fan first, and then it's kind of a tie between Alonso and Norris for me, uh, personally. Uh, okay, I'm going to be manifesting for days now. Jason, buy a lotto ticket just in case you're right with these predictions. Fair enough, Samantha. Good idea. Philip Onan says, I think Lando will probably be few who can give a max a sweat in the Red Bull. I, I think so too, personally. Um, just checking the predictions. Yep, all wrong, says Wimbo. More than likely. Um, does RB take the whitewash though? They could do. They could do. Uh, night all year. Yeah, I understand. It's very late in... Um, in Australia and Bob DeVries. I do think McLaren will see a Red Bull Ford in their future. Yeah, I think so too. I think that that's the only reason why the whole uh, Rob Marshall moving across and the kind of ease of it works out in my head, to be honest. Who'd have thought Max would beat Seb's record even a few years ago, though? It's incredible to witness Max and Red Bull streak this year. And imagine looking back on it if they get a clean sweep, says Bailey. That's the thing. Like, uh, people say it's boring this season. Like, we've talked about this kind of at the start of the podcast, but honestly, this has been an incredible season. Like, you know, we can appreciate, if you can appreciate what Max and Red Bull are doing, then the fight behind has also just been absolutely incredible. Um, Yeah, I can't believe you Aussies are still awake. That's absolutely incredible, Bailey. Um, Let's see. I, uh, I gents just got here. I see Ricardo at the bottom of the sheet. Is that confirmed that he's in? Uh, no, I put him as a do, do not start, um, Stephen. So I'm saying he's not going to be there at all. Um, Sean Daly says, Checo fans unite. Uh, we to stick together in these dark times. We do. Sorry, Checo. It's been a tough, tough, tough season. Uh, in Croatia, it's 15 to 8, 8, 8 p.m. Fine for this. Bob DeVries says, my favorite F1 driver of all time is Gilles Villeneuve and current one is Alex Albon. That's fair. Um, Bob DeVries, I like your cat. <laughs> um, Lawson, though, I think should have a good one. So guys, I am going to um, probably leave it there actually and go and finish off this podcast or sorry, this uh, Alpha Tauri update uh, chat that I'm having in the next video. Um, so I really appreciate you guys joining. Please, please, please do hit the link in the description and hit notify on the documentary is coming out Friday. Um, that would be amazing. Kaz says, I can see Lando ending his career with zero wins. Amazing driver, but never gets there because of other circumstances. I really hope Lando doesn't have a Hulkenberg style, you know, a Hulkenberg style race where he gets some stupid thing where it's like, you know, most podiums without a win or something. That would be really irritating because I love Lando. But yeah, guys, thank you so much. Next video will be out in an hour or two. I just need to finish editing it. Um, and uh, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. My daughter started screaming there. Interesting. Always a pleasure, everybody. Thanks so much. Take it easy. Bye.